Welcome to Nexus Comics. We're all heroes to someone out there. I'm with Logan. And I'm your host, Danny, a.k.a. Juggernaut, and we have a special guest here today. My name's Rocky. All right, all right, we're here. We're finally into the final episode. Logan, Logan, this episode is about a galaxy far, far away. Yep, it's Star Wars time. That's right, baby, that's right. And what was your love, your start of love of Star Wars? Well, it's not really a start of love. It's really hard not to love Star Wars. I've met people that don't like it, but... It's really hard not to love it. But the first thing that really kind of sucked me in was probably lightsabers. I love the idea of, you know, like, fighting with something that could cut someone in half like that. And just, you know, hearing the woof of them fighting and stuff like that. I always thought it was really cool. And they were so, you know, when you look at the old movies, they were so bright compared to, like, how dark the old movies look. Like, they look so gritty and, 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 you know, just so back and black and all that kind of stuff, but when you saw a green lightsaber, a blue lightsaber, a red lightsaber, it flashed. You, you knew that was somebody important. Oh yeah, it always caught people on, always caught people on. I love yeah. that too. Uh, Rocky, what was your love or start of love in Star Wars? Hey guys, I'd like to thank uh, Danny and Logan for having me as well. Uh, my first love actually was pod racing. Uh, pod racing is kind of the closest thing we have as regular muggles or regular people uh, with racing and that uh, that captivated me and who doesn't like lightsabers having a, a saber that burns like a thousand suns to cut people in half or chop limbs off who, who doesn't like that right uh, that's <laughs> true. oh yeah how about you Danny what, what was your favorite thing what's the thing that brought My you in? what brought me in is when I first saw for the first time was the episode uh, six x-wing fighters you know Whoa. like planes in space fighting shooting you know like it's not just it's not bullets anymore it's, it's just lasers uh, you know darth vader caught me i would have to say darth vader really drew me in like he was the coolest baddest badass in in, in space and it's like i loved it you know? uh, yeah, that's what looked, really got me that's really he hooked. looked like a real villain he looked yeah like it looked like a real villain to love you know you can't hate this guy you love this guy no, but you love to hate him, and that's the thing. And that's the yeah, thing, you know? I, I, I can say that, yeah, you know, but uh, that's what drew me really into it. So today's episode, we're going to kind of go over a little bit of the new movie, and we're going to, you know, kind of ask questions and, and ideas that we've had about the movies from the past as well. We're kind of going to do an in-depth uh, in depth look at it, um, and also about the new movie a little bit, too. So, I mean, definitely stay tuned, guys. We're really going to enjoy this episode. Oh, it's going to be a good episode, hopefully. It, it doesn't go to a two-parter, but we don't know yet, all right? Like in Star Wars. Um, let's let's go into this list that we wrote down. There was a lot of say, questions. Yeah, we got a lot of questions. A lot of questions. Like, we're going to go into, and yes, fans do remember, there is spoil, spoil war, warnings, all right? So, first question. Pew, 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 pew. Yes. <laughs> uh, first question was, is Luke turning to the dark side? Because you know how everyone always says that when you look at the posters of Star Wars, there's always a big head of that, that makes it the villain. Like, come on, the first episode four, five, and six, they always had Luke's, I mean, uh, Darth Vader's head. Mm-hmm. As big as showing that he's the villain. And in, in Last Jedi, it was Luke Skywalker. And then, and, well, then if you looked in the first, uh, what was it, um, episode one, it was Darth Maul in the background. Exactly. And then um, in episode two, you had Tyrannus in the background. Yes. And, you know, it was very interesting how they did that, you know, and, and showed the villain in the background. What do you exactly. think? Exactly. 
I think it's amazing that they always have the villain foreshadowing in the background, kind of looming in the in in the background, just kind of giving a bad foreshadowing of what may happen to every episode. But when it comes to the Last Jedi, we have Grandmaster Luke Skywalker, who's almost have exiled himself to both, you know, what is good, what is bad. Maybe somewhere in between there is a balance. What What do you guys? There think? was two. I was gonna say there was two posters that were released. You know, there was one that was in the the, the black and red, the original Jedi with yeah. Luke in the background. Yeah, and red. And then there was one that was like green and more of the light side look, and it was Luke in the background yeah. too. So it was kind of like the idea of. Of a villain is you know who sees him as a villain. Perspective. Ben, yeah, it's perspective. Look, that's right, Rocky. So exactly. I was gonna say when when you looked at um, Luke's side, he was you know a hero. He was in the background thinking about it, having that temptation to to strike down Ben, but not. But then you have Ben's side where I woke up with you know my uncle standing over me with a lightsaber ready to cut me in half. So there's two sides to the coin, you know, and that was I thought that was pretty amazing. Um, look at it. So yeah, he was a villain in a sense, but he also wasn't a villain. Yeah. So. So yeah, that that uh, I, I I didn't think he would go to the, to the dark side. I just I, it just looked like that. What he saw uh, the the strength of uh, Ray and Kylo Ren that it was just too much power for them to ever understand between light and dark that they would not know how to control it. So that's why I think. He, he, like they said, he quit. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, next question: Is Ray the next balance of the Force? Um, this is like a huge debate. A lot of people have had. This oh yeah, debate great for a question. Um, uh, because you know everyone kind of gets upset when you talk about well, how is Anakin supposed to be the balance to the Force? And it's a deep-seated question. Oh, yeah. And he was a balance of the Force. I know a lot of people are going to go, well, how is he the balance? Well, let's put that to the test because I actually agree with you, Logan, about that Anakin, a.k.a. Darth Vader, is the balance of the Force and was the balance of the Force until the end. Well, he really was. Because when you think about it this way, in um, the movies, Qui-Gon Jinn says he's the balance, but he doesn't say how he's the balance. He's going to be the one to bring balance to the Force. And he was. He killed the Jedi. He, you know, there was two Sith versus an army of Jedi, thousands of Jedi, and he cut the Jedi and that's from, down. And that's from episode one, two, three. Yeah, and he cut the Jedi down to two. Yeah. There was Kenobi. And Yoda. You know, true Jedi. There were other Jedi outside the universe, but the Order only lived through, through Kenobi and through Yoda. They were the only two Jedi of the Order still left. You know, the other ones had basically ran off as fast as they could in all directions trying to get away from Yeah, them. and Darth Vader were chasing after and, them. Yeah, and Vader's job was to go and, you know, kill the rest of them, and that's what he did. So in the end, he did bring balance to the Force. It's just not the balance they thought it was going to be. Exactly. And with Rey, um, I don't think it's that she's a balance. I think she's the continuation of what the balance is because we went back to two Jedi. We went back to Luke and Rey. You know, and I think Ben Kenobi ended up being that that part where he ended up being where Kylo Ren ended up being the balance to the Force. Luke tried to start the Jedi all over again, and what happened? Ben Solo and Snoke. Yeah, that's right. And they ended up so it, it, it went through. back to two Siths and, and two, one and one Jedi, Jedi, and then you have Rey, so it's back to two and two. Mm-hmm. So well, now two and one. Just well, spoiler. I'm not gonna say what happens. Well, now it's one and one. Now it's one, one and one. Yes. So and that'll you know I'm sure that'll change more. You know, it's just going to be a continuation. 
You know, it's the the ultimate battle between them all. So what do you think yeah. about that, Rocky, yourself? I mean, personally. I mean, isn't that the meaning of life is to find balance? So it's, it's really, it's all perspective. Uh, it, it, the whole theme of the movie for me was to let go of the past, you know, just... Uh, I agree with you. Kind of just build something new. And uh, if, if, spoiler alert, uh, Skywalker gives himself to the Force. Snoke is gone. So now it's just Rey and Ren, or... Uh, ben Ben Skywalker and Ray's who knows what her last name is so is there a balance now what's what's going to be the next thing what, but what I, you guys I think? can agree with that because Ren doesn't consider himself a Sith oh yeah he's and, not a Darth and he even he even says it to himself like let's end the Jedi and the Sith no more let's start anew so that's what it is it's a balance it's it's, yeah. it's getting rid of the old Sith and the Jedi conflict but now what is it yeah. Is it a conflict with just two people? Is it a conflict of two, you know, opposite sides of, you know, one coin? What, what is it? You know, one's belief is to be evil and the other one's belief is to be good or, you know, that's still Sith and Jedi. So what is it? It's What's one, the end goal? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. It's, it means, it sounds like Ray's feeling is towards being with, you know, like doing everything she can to help the universe and Ben's is everything to help himself. Exactly. Which, to me, is still, you know, the Jedi and, and Sith way, either way, but... No, I, I totally agree with that. It's, um, how I see it is, um, Kylo Ren, he wants to be a completely different, uh, 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 empire. Like, his own, this is how it should be the galaxy, and that's it. I mean, a dog's still a dog. I don't care if you call it a Datsun or, no, or a Dalmatian, it's still a dog. So he's still a dog. No, I, I 100%. You know? But I do believe that Kylo Ren has just too much anger issues towards um, Luke and and Han Solo and his mom. That's why he hesitated not killing his mother because he's still that's his mother. Yep. Yeah. That's that's what I'm trying to I'm trying to get my point at there. There was no evil or good of what he was doing. It's like you said. There's no black or gray. There's no black or white. It was gray because. He still had compassion of a Jedi, but still had the ev- had still had bad um, intentions. Intentions, mm-hmm. you know. So, move on to the next question. I might leave this for last because this has to do with the last Jedi. But um, who are the Knights of Rain? Are you okay? So that's what you're asking right now. Yeah, like maybe you guys know. Yes. What are the Knights of Ren? My personal opinion on the Knights of Ren are they are the other students of Luke that that uh, that Kylo actually took with him. I could be wrong on that. They could have been the order that, if you read the comics and in the, the show, yeah. they're an order that have been around for a really long time, and they've basically been like fighters and you know against the Jedi for a very long time. If you read the comics and the books, but um, he might just—it might be for this university they just started it, and so I think that's what they—they they probably are in this in this thing. Is there? Yeah, I think now they're going to bring in after Last Jedi. I think now they're bringing in the Knights of Ren. Maybe in the next. Yeah. You know, it could be that he's starting that whole order. What do you think, Rocky? The Knights of Ren is a, is a very controversial topic from what I've seen. There's a lot of people that think or know that they are the other students of uh, Skywalker. Uh, I just know for a fact that they're basically the Imperial attack squad for the Empire. They, they uh, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. They get their job done. There are some that I've seen that um, they, they don't... F- uh, wield lightsabers. The only one that I've seen was Kylo, and there's you know some that have blasters. There's some that wield a saber-like uh, a 
you know, instrument that can also blade and cut and slice. Um, but, you know, who, who knows? Because there's really not much uh, foreshadowing. There is some uh, force flashback that Ray has when she first touches Luke's saber. Uh, and I think, I think that was pretty exciting to see. Just like a foreshadowing of what, you know, what's going to hit the fan. What... What shit is gonna hit the fan? So it's very exciting to see. You kind of see the evil grow in the background. You, no one knows what's gonna happen next. Hopefully, the Knights of Ren come out in this uh, on the ninth one to really give Rey a run for her money. But I think that's what this the new movie is gonna be about. It's gonna. I think they've done in in the in the Force Awakens. They really kind of copied the feel of four, five, and six. You're right. You know, in in the new one and the Last Jedi, they kind of copy. Five a little and six a little bit, and then they start going on to their own feel. I think nine is going to be a whole new movie. Uh-huh. They might do talking about old stuff that happened, but I think they're going to. She's going to go learn in a whole new direction. Yeah, I, I agree with you. So I believe in that. Like. I I totally believe in that because especially love the ending. You know how? Look, look at how it happened with um, Anakin, mm-hmm. Episode One. He was on Tatooine. You know, hoping, saying that I hope one day I'll become a Jedi. You know, and then Luke Skywalker, Tatooine. You know, he gets out of the, his house and everything, looks to the stars and saying, I hope I become a Jedi or I'm going to get off this rock one day. You know, and I'm like, you know what? They're doing that same thing in, in episode eight now. Mm-hmm. Where, but this is a completely different kid where it has no connection to Skywalker. You know what I'm saying? But they have the same background, and I think that's kind of one thing that they've done in the movies that have been really good, is that they've gone, okay, you know, um, you know, Anakin came from Tatooine, which was a desert planet. He was a slave, everything like that. Then you have Skywalker, who came from Tatooine, was a desert planet. Then you have Rey, who comes from uh, Jakku, which is a desert planet where there's really no life at all, you know, other than in little bizarre areas where they yeah. have, like, you know, trading and stuff like that. Um, they really made the background so similar. Yeah. Um, it's probably why Luke was so into okay with training her, too, was one thing. Because he could resemble it to it. And it was the first time he felt the Force in a long time because he, you know, he basically exiled himself. And, you know, after cutting yourself off from the Force, especially being, you know, one of the strongest Force wielders in the, in the known um, Star Wars universe, being able to actually feel the Force after cutting yourself off from it from a long time must be, like... You know, you've not, you haven't had a cup of coffee in a year, and you have your first cup of coffee, and you're like, "Oh, this is amazing!" Oh yeah. You know, it's like that dab right there you haven't had in a long time. Ah, uh, so there we go, Rocky <laughs> dabbing, baby. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, but yeah. So definitely, it, it's 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 enlightening to kind of see the. I don't want to say history repeats itself, but it's interesting that we get to see kind of uh, similarities between the you know the first episodes one, two, and three, and then also four, five, and six relive in uh, seven, eight, and possibly nine. But I mean, J.J. Abrams will be taking over the ninth movie, different from Ryan Johnson. Oh, that's um, interesting. I didn't know that he is taking yeah. over the ninth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's because Ryan Johnson is going to be doing. 
the new series that they're going to do the new trilogies. So. Oh, yeah. Wow. So it's it's going to be interesting to see a new directive spinoff because each person kind of portrays or sees or thinks or listens, hears Star Wars in their own methodical way. Some people... That's uh, true. I mean, there's a lot of Star Wars fans and, you know, spoiler alert, they hated The Last Jedi, but me personally, I, th- I thought it was a work of art. There was a lot of twists and plot spinoffs that I didn't see coming whatsoever and it was effing refreshing, you guys. Let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me stop you right there because there's some disagreements that I have to tell you because this is the question I wanted to wait for but I'm going to bring it up right now. I can understand a little bit what the audience were talking about. There was a little bit of disappointment. Like, don't get me wrong, if we were to rate this movie right here, right now, and we do have a rating system and the fans know that and our rating system is one to five, okay, but we'll go into that later on and one of the questions that I've noticed from people and it was my own question too before I even saw what people were asking is who is Snook? That's the question right now. Who is Snook? That was, that's one of the like biggest... It's the stupidest thing in the movie, honest to God. Um, I don't care what anyone says about the Carrie Fisher thing. Guess what? She's a, She uses the Force. She's oh, a force I'm not one. even going to bring that up. I wasn't even going to bring that I up. I don't care what you were going to bring You know, I was actually okay. She was using the Force to bring her back to the window. Hey, let me out. I'm okay. But it didn't look like she was consciously doing that. Like she was I know. Like, you know what? Let me pull on this string. It's going to bring me back. It was it's, more like an unconscious use of the Force. Um, but the Snook thing, that pissed me off. And I'm hoping they go a little bit more into it in 9, even if it's just like a recap. But they never explain who the fuck he is. Exactly. That's yeah. what pissed me off. They're like, oh, here's this amazing character. You bring him in in Force guy. Awakens. You bring him in Force Awakens. You put, you project him like this badass guy. Then you bring him in, in 8, and we expect who is he? What's his background? Some backstory. Yeah. And then... I don't want to spoil it, but what the hell? Yeah. Like, I don't know who Snook is. And no and, one does. And, and, and we and we did our homework to yeah. background check. There's nothing in the comics. There's nothing in the books. books. You know, they briefly go over it, but they don't talk about who he is. Yep. They never go, oh, yeah, by the way, he's like Bob. You know, he's ancient giant Sith God or some shit like that. And it, it drove me mad in the movie that they have this character. They made him such a big deal in 7. Yeah. And then in 8, it's like, you know what? We don't need this anymore. And you're like, who the fuck and was the way they, And the way they important? portrayed him in the, in 7 and, and, and in Last Jedi was that um, it was Snook's fault that drew Kylo Ren to becoming bad when it wasn't... But you why? know, like, like why? Why? Why was exactly. the seduction? He was seduced by the dark side, by Snoke. But I mean, like, why? I mean, have you looked at Snoke? He looks like his face was in a blender, then deep fried. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> shit. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know what seduced him over to that, but I was like, maybe he's into that shit. I don't know. But um. But that's what I'm saying. It's just that that's what pissed off people. And I agree with the people. Like, another stupid thing, which I kind of thought it was really stupid for... Just let, letting the fans know yeah. we have Mrs. Juggernaut in the house. And she's cracking up. If you hear that noise in the background, she's yeah, laughing her ass she's off. Cracking her, she's cracking up because we're being stupid. With, Hi, guys. With, you know, and we have also uh, another guest in the background, you know, sitting quiet, you know. <laughs> You'll hear her every once in a while. She'll giggle, but that's about it, guys. Yeah. Uh, we won't mention any names here, okay, for, for privacy's sake. You, yes. Yeah, you might but, end up hearing me a little bit more. Um, but, I mean, like, I understand about everything with Snook. I mean, I get why they didn't bring him in in the first one. They kind of, like, made him that dark, 
bad guy in the back that kind of made him the the Palpatine of the that movie. Yeah, the, the puppet. I mean, the ma- puppet master. The, ma- the puppet master. And I was okay with that. But yeah. then when they didn't know, they have done no explanation on who he is. You're like, what? What was his background? What, what made him to the dark side? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, where the hell did he come from? Like, some people say he's from an ancient force that Order 66 made it made him awaken. Okay. Yeah, uh, but maybe, I don't know but, if that's true because I never heard of it. I've all the stuff that I've heard that I've read that has no connection to Order Sixty Six. I was kind of hoping that it would be Samuel L. Jackson. You know, <laughs> yeah, everyone says he's he's Mace Windu. Well, I don't know. You don't. Know he looks kind of fucked up enough to be Mace Windu. Like he was, <laughs> he was shocked by lightning. That's true. Yeah, and he got his face all fucked up from falling off a fucking skyscraper. Yeah, right? you, know, you know, kind of. Uh, you know, but they didn't do any explanation, and that was upsetting to me. You know, that was probably the worst part of the whole movie, honestly, in my personal opinion. Yeah, like a yeah. lot of people were also pissed off at the fact that the um, when Princess Leia was in a, in a coma and they let that uh, lady take over with okay. the purple head I think it's stupid I that people it, are I think I can understand in, in a military strategic person the less people know the better like exactly like you said to me when we were talking about this Logan the less that know the better but then they always say it was at the end so irrelevant because if she would have said something to him he would have never sent uh, uh, Finn and that other girl out to go get the, the key. But see, here's the thing. They were so worried because they'd never heard of people being able to find someone during hyperspeed yeah. ever before, so they oh thought there God. was some... I'm almost sure that they didn't mention it, but they should have, that they were worried there was someone on the ship that might have been sending out... A hundred percent! That's why I think it's not a big deal, and I don't know why fans are so pissed off about it. I'm like, I can understand, I can understand it in a military perspective. They didn't do the background... Yeah. You know, they just said, oh, yeah, well, how are they following us through hyperspace? Yeah. You know, and everyone kept going, how are they doing it? How are they doing it? I mean, I'm surprised no one called and went, oh, maybe they thought someone was, you know, exactly. them on the I ship. caught on to it right away, but I'm reading what people are getting angry about about the movie. The fans, especially the audience, the way they're getting angry about it, we're like, all right, that's dumb what you're saying because it, the less people know, the better. A hundred percent. It's a hundred. It's a fact, you know. Yeah. In any mater- any uh, military strategy, it's a it's a fact, you know. The less people that know that something's going to happen, like D Day was like a spur of the moment thing. P- so few people knew about it, you know, when it happened. So it was crazy. So, um, what's the next question, Danny? I, I, you know, if we go over that, we're going to spend the whole episode talking about that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, all right, all right. Now. Now we're going off topic of The Last Jedi. We're going now into the other episodes. Okay, we're going to go full universe here. Oh, we're going full universe. I'm going to ask Rocky about this. Is Jar Jar Binks really a Sith Lord? So there's so many theories about Jar Jar Binks. We do know that he did help Senator Palpatine go into power and take uh, control of the Galactic Empire. Uh, Is he some unknown Sith or dark force in the background? Me personally, I don't think so. Don't He's, think so. Uh, he, uh, I mean, he is my least favorite person in the whole Star Wars universe. Uh, Misa Tink, no, Jar Jar. Oh my god! Uh, oh, I gotta I'm so tired Misa of him. I'm so tired of Jar Jar. Uh, but sadly, I'm just glad that they treated him how he was. He, they, uh, they kind of, uh, how would you say it? they? He, he became a clown. You know that people just lost respect for him and. I personally never liked Jar Jar. In the okay, so in the book series, they talked about what happened after the after um, Naboo fell. No, not after Naboo, but after um, the Senate fell to the Empire after they became a Galactic Empire. 
Well, Jar Jar kind of ran for it. He disappeared. He didn't go back to Naboo. He didn't go really anywhere. He went to just some far off planet and became kind of like a street clown. The kids would laugh and throw rocks at him. and It, it was really sad. But Jar Jar became like the real fault of how the Empire grew to power. And people say, well, you know, maybe, you know, that would have been an amazing storyline to have Jar Jar end up being like some super evil bad twist, guy. yeah. But the reason that people say that is because, you know, there's a lot of things like that, you know, surviving in battle, being shot at, and not getting hit at all. But one of the biggest ones is in the first movie, the only time you ever see anyone jump real far or high and real long distance and do flips like that are Jedi. Yeah. And Sith, the being able to f- jump up, you know, a whole flight of stairs like it's nothing. But in the first movie, Jar Jar does this huge jump in, spinning, nothing. flipping right into the water. Yeah. And that was like, okay, but, you know, it, it was just so different and people were so confused by it. You know, you know what? I didn't see it like that. I didn't see him actually Jedi way, even though he did a huge flip and all that. I saw him just as another frog. Yeah. Like a, 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 an amphibian but it never uh, creature. Showed, it never showed any of the other Gunkins doing that. Doing the jumping and flipping and stuff. But, you know, he could have been. I mean, they could have really gone 180 on that and, like, really scared the crap out of people, you know? Yeah. Misa, you think uh, a big doo doo. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it was, it's, it's just a lot of theories out there. I don't think Jar Jar Binks is a, is a Sith Lord behind it. I just think because Jar Jar, because the species, what are they called? The Gunkins? The Gun- Gungans. The Gungans, I think they're just the most easiest species to manipulate, so I think Palpatine manipulated him enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was good, and, uh, like, that was really good, Rocky. That was really fucking hilarious. Um, the king, I know you Danny did, sounded more like the king. That was funny. Yeah. Um, but, Me, you, Jar Jar Binks, exiled. Um, that, I mean... Jar Jar Binks, yeah, he was comedy support. I yeah, kind of understand why they did it, but he was like, I, I'm pretty. I think George Lucas actually came back out and he said, if I could redo it all over again, I never would have had him. Or Thank I would have God. had him kill yeah, the first five minutes of the movie. Terrible. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure we all would have appreciated oh that a little bit better. Actually, um, there's a movie called Fanboys. I don't know if a lot of people have seen it. Yes. Um, okay, so it's Love like, that movie. It's, a star, it's, it's like based on Star Wars. One of the guys has cancer, and they're taking him to George Lucas's place to see the first Star Wars movie. Um, and Danny McBride's in it. And um, it's so funny. They're like in uh, Nevada. And Danny McBride takes off his the ba- his shirt to show all these like Star Wars tattoos, and he shows the back one. It's a huge ass picture of Jar Jar Binks. And this is before like the first episode comes out. And he goes, "Yeah, it's Jar Jar Binks. I think he's gonna be the shit in the new movie." And uh, they're like, "Yeah, he's gonna be like the most badass character." And you like, I went and saw it in theaters, and you could just hear everybody in theaters start cracking up when they said that. And like it was just so funny, like because you know you didn't know who he was when you know you saw him in the posters, but you like, oh he's probably gonna be some really cool character, and then he's like, oh he's comedy support, and he's not even good comedy support. Yeah. So yeah. One hundred percent. Next question. All right. What was your favorite Star Wars episode from Episode One till now? Oof. Last Jedi, Rocky. I need someone. I need someone else to go first on this. Oh, Logan. you gotta think about that. Um, All right, I'll, you go first, Logan. Uh, what was that one called? I can't remember. Rogue One. Rogue One. Rogue One was probably my favorite because it really showed the uh, the despair that the uh, that the uh, rebels the rebels were feeling. Yeah. Like they, you know, they knew something was coming. They knew the Empire had some huge weapon coming. Um, and then watching the destructive power of this weapon, 
you know, the first time when it, they destroyed that temple on uh, yeah. uh, in um, on, on that planet, the Jedi Temple. Yeah. Uh, where they harvested all the crystals. And then, you know, realizing when they talk about in the fourth movie, you know, a really good, uh, was it, uh, Re- it's not Republic, really good... Um, what are they called? Rebel Alliance? Yeah, Rebel... Really good Rebel soldiers died. So yeah. Rebel spies died to get this. You actually got to see those... Yeah, rebels. you actually you saw, saw... them die. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I, that's what I loved about this movie is that you're not seeing... It's, it's not focusing so much on Jedi and Sith. It's focusing on a Rebel's point of view of how hard... What hard... What what they have to go through so hard of losing lives, losing, uh, you know, loved ones and all that just to get the uh, Death Star plans and how it and, all connected and having, to 4. Yeah, and then seeing the beginning of 4 at the end of that exactly. was amazing. amazing. Watching Darth Vader tear through Rebel fucking uh, Rebel Like ship, nothing. Like it was nothing. Just seeing all that black and then oh. hearing the, his, his rebreather going and then seeing his lightsaber light up and you knew that everybody... It's over. If they did not get away from him fast enough, everybody on that ship was dead. Yep. And he would have killed them all barehanded with himself. That's all he needed. You know, holds the guy up on the ceiling while he's killing everybody else and just throws him on the ground like he's nothing. Exactly. You know, he just... He ripped through that place like it was... They weren't even anything at all. They were bugs to him. Yeah. And, it, you know, just to see... To bring back and emphasize his power and his... The fear that the rebels had for him was just something that just scared the shit out of you. Yep. I remember I watched it. I, I actually went and saw it with Rocky, and I saw it with uh, my other friend who's here and her mother, and I can remember the quiet in the theater when Darth Vader, when you, when that was Darth Tell me not that, that that happened. Oh, my God, that happened to us. Remember, Tali? I do remember. Oh, my God. When we were watching it, and it was just pitch black, and we everybody was just quiet, and then the minute the lightsaber comes on, oh, shit, it's over. <laughs> I can remember that. I can re- I can remember Rocky going, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, and me going, shit, 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 run, 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 run. And then watching the guy. I love how the, the guy was like, let us out. Come on, let us. Take it. We're not going to make it. <laughs> he said, take the plans. And the guy's still stalling. And yeah, and you just, you know, you yeah, watch, I, him, watch him shoot, you know, blaster fire, like a, just a whole room of blaster fire and not even touching Vader. Yep. Like it was nothing. He yeah. Just, he'd fling his lightsaber, hit five freaking beams, knock them all back at you. And you're like, holy shit. Want to know what else I appreciate in Rogue One? Um, they had cameos of um, the two guys that in episode four... Uh, the guy, the, the the alien that told Luke that hey, my guy doesn't like you. Yes, uh, yes, yes. A, they the were in Rogue the One. Cantina? Yeah, they were the one on the on the part where they were blowing up the the Jedi Temple and all that. They were there at the the, the temple. I don't remember. Yeah, they were there. They were walking. They were there. They're the ones that were in the in the the part where uh, uh, in Episode Four they were in the club. They can get Han Solo and Chewie to. to My friend does. I I don't like you. My friend doesn't like you. And then uh, and then uh, the guy's arm. Obi Wan cuts the arm. Those two guys were in Rogue One. I have to check that out. Yeah, that was pretty neat. I mean, it was. was I loved it. I appreciated that. All right, so Rocky, tell us your favorite. Oh, you still need time. I still this is still up for a debate for me I want to say The Last Jedi may have been the best one for me just because there was some pretty epic lightsaber fights no one ever saw Rey and Ren fighting with each other to destroy the 
the Praetor guards. The pre- okay. Uh, Snake's personal guards, the red yeah, guards. Yeah, the, the red the, guards. Those are like elite. And we'll get into that. Fighters. We'll get into that because I have to disagree with you with that. I yeah. don't think that was the best fight, but we'll get into that after um, this. But tell us your favorite. What else? There was there was just like a lot of plot twists in the movie. Um, I'm glad that Captain Phasma came back to do her thing. We saw a little human part of her. Her her like a, yeah, yeah. Her uh, helmet kind and, of broke and, off. And you're the one that said it was Brianna, Brianna of Tarth. Brianna that's who she Paul. is. Yeah. It's yeah. By her voice. No, yeah. but, but that's what I'm saying. I didn't recognize it till I actually heard her clearly. When, when you, you see, brought it into my head. When you see her fight Finn on that, girl, and you man. see that she's like a foot and a half taller than him. Yep. And you're like, fuck, that is a huge. I bitch. don't think she's dead though. No, I don't think no. so either. I think, I think she's think alive. She I think she's gonna be like a, the Boba Fett kind of thing. Yeah, that's she's right. like. If you're ever hearing this, just realize that I, I love you to death. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was on our episode of Game of Thrones. Uh, that was on our episode of Game of Thrones. Not even baby, just, just you know. That's funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, just The Last Jedi had a lot to give. Uh, you know, it just kind of... Uh, FN two one eight seven, your homie Finn. You know he he became a lot. He got a little some act, little Asian action, yellow fever with Rose. You know <laughs> that's cool. You know even though we didn't get any uh, backstory from Ray's parents or any kind of backstory of Snoke, was Snoke Mace Windu? Was Snoke Darth Plagueis? We got some character depth with Finn. How awesome! Even though he tried to keep leaving and get tased, you know we we still got to see his personality. That even though he doesn't, he's an epic warrior he still wants to stay away from danger and and i think that's the, the kind of hero that han was han wanted to do good but he didn't want to go in their guns blazing basically. you know that's kind of the feeling i got from him a little bit like the han feeling he, he wanted to leave so bad but then came back and wanted to leave and come back and who uh han solo but i think finn's Finn. gonna have like a crazy dilemma coming up because like you said he has this his girl that you know the the engineer girl i think he um, he's gonna have a love triangle he's gonna Rose? have a little uh, but i don't know i don't know if I don't think Ray's gonna really fall in love. No. I, think I don't she's think going she is. I don't think he's in love with her either. I think that was the first real friend he had. You know, he had Poe. Yeah. Poe was the first person that you know he really met outside the order. Yeah. And you know he'll always be really close. But he really got to know Ray before he even got to know Poe. He knew Poe for. 20 minutes. Yeah. As they're falling, you know, basically nearly to their deaths on the planet. Back to Jack. And Ray, yeah, and Ray. Yeah, but look how hard, how hard he, uh, Finn was trying to get to Ray to protect her. Yeah. And he still is. Yeah. And that's, you know, my friend, my friend, my friend. And, you know, I think that's what's going to end up happening with it is that, you know, I don't think Ray is going to end up being with anybody. I think yeah. she's going to start you know, a new order, a new, a new uh, uh, religion. I wouldn't call it a religion. Well, it is a religion. Yeah. Jedi, je, being a Jedi. Practice, a maybe? A new practice of force? A force practice? Yes, there you go. That's a good way to put it. There you go. A new there, you go. there you go. But so is, I think so is um, Ben. I still yeah. think uh, um, he's still going to do it. Solo, I think yeah. he's still going to look up his side of it, too. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to be tomato, tomato, whether you call it Sith or not, or whether you call it Jedi or not. It's gonna yeah. It's going to be, be my own basis, you know? Yeah. How about you, Danny? So your favorite is The Last Jedi. Yeah. How about you, Danny? Really? My top two favorites? Did I say two? I thought I said two. I'm going to go with two right now, but really, I'm going to tell you my two, and then my really one one. Okay, Uh, so here's the problem with that. You're going to tell us three now. Okay. All right, we'll go with three. All right, my favorite. Okay, I'll tell you my really all-time favorite Star Wars uh, episode. It's episode um, five. Okay, so the, la- the Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. Everyone, that's uh, like everyone. Everyone loves that episode. I know that's the only one, and I'll tell you why that episode is 
the best one. All right, it's because it had the most hugest twist of all. The hugest twist of all. All right, the huge twist. Sorry. Um, where Darth Vader revealed that he is Luke Skywalker's father. That was a big twist. And then they introduced that Skywalker had a sister that it made out with. <laughs> oh my god. Game of Thrones again. Was that was that on? I don't think that was five. Uh, no, that, that was, was a number six. four. But he realized no, that No, that was six. They didn't realize they were brother and sister till six. Still. He made what? out. <laughs> they didn't make out. It was a they kiss. kissed it was, once. Yeah, and he was like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leaning back, oh yeah. But like, you ever no, wonder dude. why he went into seclusion for so many years? Dude, I kissed my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Starting for life. Welcome to Tatooine, the Alabama of space. Anyone who lives in Alabama, I apologize. The deliverance of space. But it's not only that; it's also the, the part. It's not. It's not only about that. The movie. What's so cool about it is, is they. That's where they introduced Boba Fett. When Boba Fett was only 20 minutes into the whole movie, if you want to combine how much airtime he ever had, was really 20 minutes. And he's the biggest. Uh, 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 he's the biggest uh, uh, character that people love and want to dress up and 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 read about and all that stuff. So he's probably the one of the most well-known non-force users. Yeah, non-force users. Also, uh, you got to see. Uh, Jabba the Hutt in uh, where uh, not Jabba the Hutt you didn't see Jabba the Hutt but somebody going after Jabba I mean Jabba going after Han Solo mm -hmm. for a debt to collect and of course the famous uh, Frozen when they froze uh, Carbonite in the Carbonite, Carbonite uh, uh, Han Solo I thought that was good. and the first uh, it, it, I would say also that would be the first movie where Luke Skywalker Walker actually went in and fought uh, Darth Vader one on one without any really it training. Was the first time, yeah, but it, it was the first time they brought real love into the movie too. Exactly when they talked about it with Han and and Leia, you know, when Leia's like I love you and he's like I know and then he's fucking carbonated. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. They really kind of added that chapter into it, which was really it, it kind of connected more with people. And yeah, I agree. That's a really good movie. Uh, it's it is one of my favorites. Yeah. I was had the hugest big. It had a huge twist. Don't worry, it's in my top ten. You know, oh, there's yeah. only you know eight movies, but yeah, it's in my or nine movies. Nine. It's <laughs> it's in my top ten. But yeah, um, no, uh, that's my uh, movie, uh, Empire Strikes Back. It's not only that. I also think uh, uh, Vader was really more involved in this movie. Well, in the first one, he was in it for all of twenty minutes. First one, uh, fourth one. I'm sorry, he was in it for all of maybe thirty. Yeah. James Earl Jones. He had a busy yeah. busy schedule back then. Oh yeah. So between that and Sandlot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> also so, coming to America. Uh, let's see. No, not in the same year. None, none of those were in the same. Just year. kidding. <laughs> Who doesn't love Eddie Murphy, right, you guys? Oh yeah, of course. All right, so let's move on to. That was the when we did the '80s. That was in that too. We did a lot of that. Go ahead. Next. All right, next. Uh, favorite characters in Star Wars Generations. What do you mean by favorite characters? Favorite characters, like, in You episode... have to differentiate here because okay. there's so many. You know, let's do it episode by episode. Who was your favorite character in episode one? This is going to take too long. Maul. Darth Maul? Darth Maul. My brother. Darth Maul, baby. Give me some skin. I loved, I, I I loved, I loved young Kenobi. Young Kenobi? He looked good. Yeah. He looked clean cut. He looked like I don't know shit about nothing. 
And but like he became a badass at the end. You're like, oh dude, you know he was ready to go. This motherfucker who just killed my master. I cut that bitch in half. <laughs> exactly. I was like, oh. all right, all right. Episode two. Ooh, episode uh, two. Episode two. Um, I would have to say Yoda. Yoda. This is the first time I would have to say Yoda was truly going badass on Count Dooku. Mm. Um, Yoda was good. Um, you know who else was really? Yeah, Yoda. I'm gonna say yeah. Yoda. Yeah, I'm going with Yoda. Episode three. Uh, well, how about you, Rocky? What I don't you know. Um, let's see. What happened in episode two? I, I'd say Django Fett was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Was he in episode two? Django Fett was yeah, in yeah, episode yeah. Django Fett was the one. The Django one was Django Fett was the one that started the whole clone. Yeah, I thought he was, he was used. Troopers. No, he was used as a uh, start. Yeah, I thought, I thought Django was pretty cool. He and Boba Fett though. was his son, his first son that wasn't a clone. Yeah, Django Django Fett. He kind of already knew, like, yo, I don't, I can't trust these Jedi. Let me. I'm, I already have money cash flowing with the Kaminoans, and then you know, just the whole Darth Tyrannus trying to do all the clones of myself I would be I, I think Django was probably a pretty cool character in episode 2 if not then yeah Yoda that's but true that's, Yoda's, that's good that's Yoda's good well that was like the first time you ever really saw Yoda fight yeah I mean you saw him use the force but like watching Yoda with a lightsaber acting like a you know uh, Kermit the Frog on speed you know <laughs> was pretty amazing I mean, just seeing him bounce around, jump around, flip off ships, using his lightsaber, and then seeing him being able to use the Force and being like, you know, Dooku shoot lightning at him, and Yoda's like, bitch, yep. bouncing that shit off on the Oh ceiling. my god, that was amazing. You know, like, it was nothing. It was like, it was like, it was a backhand in the Force almost, like, bitch, you ain't nothing. Yeah. You know, oh, uh, no, I don't it. think so. You know, talk to the hand, that's almost, it was funny. He felt like a young black woman to me, almost like back, no, back up, back of the hand. I know you did. <laughs> or if you want, in, in your words, for you, no, no <laughs> way. <was> <laughs> um, how about episode three, Danny? What was your favorite? My character? favorite, I, I would have to tell you. Oh, that's a hard one. It's between General Grievous and um, Anakin. General Grievous smokes too much, man. I think General. The reason why the reason why I'm saying the reason why I'm saying General Grievous, it's the first machine uh, human hybrid wielding lightsabers. Like he's not a, a, a force user. Plural lightsabers. No. Lightsabers. Sorry. Well, he. Well, first of all, my grandma sucks. All right. So <laughs> yeah, his it, um, Grievous was really good. Um, but I think Kenobi was my favorite in that one too. Yeah. Um, having Anakin be who he was in that one was really good. But that's what I loved about um, in episode three with Anakin. That's why it's very hard for me to decide because you finally got to see Anakin, what he was struggling and why he went to the dark side because he was trying to protect the ones he Because lost. the Force showed him what was going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but he didn't realize that the path that he was on was going to be the one that happened this. Exactly. That's what happens with... Um, a lot of um, prophecies and stuff. They talk about a lot of different shows, Harry mm-hmm. Potter stuff like that, movies and stuff. Um, self self fulfilling prophecies. That you, if you are so afraid of something happening, sometimes you're the cause of that happening. Exactly. So his wife died because because he, he went, did it. She was so broken hearted and so distraught from him changing from being the lo- you know love of her life and being what he was to watching him fall so hard to the dark side so fast. Mm-hmm that it just crushed her. Mm-hmm. She just did not want to live anymore. It was so crushing. You know, and that was... That's what I'm saying. It's very hard for between General Grievous and Anakin. You know? Mm-hmm. And, but like I said, Grievous was pretty badass, just like you said, smokes too much. Um, <laughs> I thought Kenobi was cool when he just opened him up and didn't even use the force. He just yep. used the force to get the gun and shoot at his heart. Yep. Yeah. You know, which I thought was cool. 
No, but you see, I like Kenobi because of how he survived. You know, he survived Order 66. He fought Anakin. You know, he how the, his real emotion the, the gecko. when, you know, yeah, with the gecko, that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we have Rocky here to do all the fucking voiceover here. But uh, And yeah, you make fun of me when I do voices. Yeah, he actually sounds good. So listen. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no, but... <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> But no, but him surviving and like you could see the heartbreak because his master had told him train this boy, protect him, protect him, make him the he's the chosen one, make him the balancer and, of the force. And, and Kenobi was so had so much belief in his master and what he said. He will bring balance to the force. Trust this boy, train him. And then he went out of the way to tell you know all the you know to the whole Jedi Council, I'm training him. Yep. No matter what you say, I, it's my last will and testament to my master is to train him. And they all went, okay. You know, and he trained him, and he was amazing. You and know, what's really funny is Yoda and Mace Windu did sense so much darkness in him they as sense such so a little boy. It's fear. Yeah. You know, like fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate, hate leads to, to suffering, suffering. Yeah. you know. And that's and what the suffering leads to death. And the suffering leads to, you know, to, to it all over again. It's a continuing spiral. And they knew, you know, that he was in so much fear. Because, and like I told everyone earlier, if they'd have just killed the guy who was the slave trader, took his mom with him, he would never turn to the dark side. I honestly yeah. believe that. I think so, too. Um, but there has to, I mean, he had to fall. There was really no way around it. Yeah. You know, in my personal view of bringing balance to the force, there was no other option but him to fall. Yeah. Um, and, like, you know, I, I just think him as Darth Vader is... And then being, you know, saved in the the last movie and the in this in the sixth. But you know, movie. that's why I see it as um, why Anakin is the balancer of the force, and he, there is no one else but him, because I think he needed to go through first the light, and then he needs to go through the darkness also to see. Well, he became like this beacon of light. He was like a general in the war. You know, he didn't achieve the rank of master himself, but he was as strong as any of the masters were. Yeah. And they feared him for it because mm -hmm. he was so young and yet so powerful. And then he went through the ranks, you know, through their ranks. And yeah. he became someone to, to climb so high, to fall so hard, is something that will always break people. And that was something that really broke the Jedi Order to watch someone who climbed so high into the Jedi Order was basically a master. Could have been the Grand Master in a couple of years if he really pushed himself to it. And then to fall so hard into the dark side was just destructive. Exactly. You know, it was the automatic end of the Jedi, you know, the Jedi Academy and everything at that point. So. Yeah, what was your favorite scene in the third one, uh, Logan? Uh... You know, if we're going to talk about fight scenes, that's one thing. We'll go back over to that. But, um... <laughs> Mrs. Drew and I was looking at, at Logan. Um, but who is your favorite? My I was going to say, Rocky, I don't think favorite. we went over your favorite for the third. My favorite uh, character in the third is definitely post-touch, like, the, the just becoming Vader. Like, Anakin, you, he, when he finally gives himself to the dark side, he does all of Palpatine's bidding and kills basically everyone in the Jedi Order. Uh, I think it's kind of cool to finally see the good guy turn into the villain. You either, I saw the Dark Knight earlier today, it's either you, <laughs> uh, you either die the hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And guess what happened, you guys? Anakin became Vader. He became a villain. And um, yeah. it happens in life, man. There's No one can always do good all the time. And it finally happened. So I thought that was, uh, that was like, he, it finally happened. And you know what? I actually appreciate it. Sorry to cut you off, but I actually appreciate it. 
in episode nine how they were talking about what was Luke Skywalker's legend. And his legend, huh? Episode eight. Episode eight. Oh, sorry. Episode eight, nine. Anyway, how many apologies? All right. Uh, in episode eight, they everybody referenced Luke Skywalker, the legend, the legend that turned Darth Vader back to the light. Yeah, he was. You know, like, and I was afraid everyone was gonna see Darth Vader as the villain, villain. But see, oh, he. Forever. I was gonna say, and and that was a lot of foreshadowing for in the Vader world too with Luke on that episode in episode seven. Because it would, he lived long enough to see himself become vilified. You know, he was so amazing, but what did that cost him? It cost him his, his nephew. It yep. cost him his family. It cost him everything. He was such a hero, but, you know, when you become that big of a hero, it's like becoming a legend. When you become big enough, people just want to kill you at the end. You know, it was Ben's sole uh, objective to kill Luke. You know, he had become such a huge deal in the universe. You know, that, you know, him walking around, period, you know, yeah, you you know, you fought him at your own risk, but if you thought you were hot enough shit and you could kill a legend, guess what? You became a legend automatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it's the double-edged sword of becoming, you know, truly famous. So. Yeah. But I appreciate it. But and it was really interesting. Snook also mentioned not once Palpatine. He mentioned the strength and power of Darth Vader. Because he was strong. I mean, he was... You know, not once have they mentioned in episode seven or in eight. Uh, but they uh, the did, emperor. Oh, no, but they did say the emperor in in seven. I swear they said the emperor once. Uh, said the emperor's empire, but mm-hmm. um, that might have been it. I think but. just Snoke was using like the name, those name dropping Vader, just because he knew that he was just pushing the buttons of of, yeah, of his of his family member. Yeah, he's just like. Well, he knew the bloodline was important to, exactly. to Ben, and he knew that his grandfather being was the, the biggest side, deal. You know, yeah. Well, being that strong in the dark side yeah. enough to so kill the kept emperor, name dropping him. Yeah. It's just like okay, this is what pushed. Yeah, I get buttons. it. I'll never be as strong as a script. All right, guys. Well, episode four. Favorite uh, character. Jawas. My favorite was the Jawas. In episode four? Yeah. The little Jawas. Hmm. They were, okay, so they're the ones that gave C-3PO and R2-D2. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hoonini. Yeah, those guys. Yeah, Yeah, those are my favorite characters. Um, I don't care what anyone else says. They just make me giggle every time I see them. (laughs) So, yeah. Mine is Han Solo. And Chewie. No, Han's cool. Dude, Han, Han Solo's the um. Mine would be Ben Kenobi. Ben Kenobi. Ben Kenobi? Yeah, he's like, oh, my ben friend. Kenobi? He was just like a weird little English you hermit, hear, dude. You want to hear something really funny about the character um who played Ben Kenobi? He was like a sir, like he was a he knight. Was, he was a knight. He yeah. was a sir. Um, but something that was really cool Ian? about him. No. No, sir. Ian. No, it wasn't seen. Um. He um when Star Wars came out, he thought Star Wars was gonna fail. He was sure Star Wars was gonna fail as a movie, but. When they wanted him to play Ben Kenobi, they offered him so much. Star Wars wasn't worth anything at that point. There was nothing to it. 73. So what he said is, fine, okay, I want 2% of all the revenue earned from the movies and anything that comes from them. They gave it to him. Right now, if he was alive, it'd be worth $2 billion. So I want you to think about that. You know, he gave it to grandkids, and they eventually sold it back to George Lucas. But, I mean, right now in this time, he'd be a billionaire. If he was still alive, he'd be a billionaire. It grew so fast and exploded so exactly. much that, you know, think about it, something that was worth nothing. That The budget of that movie 
is one fifth of any movie that's come out in the last twenty years. And I saw a visionary so. video of George Lucas on how many times that he didn't like shots, and they wouldn't give him the money to to give him the shots, like poor George Lucas the shit that he had to go through just to make this vision happen and he didn't give up and I appreciate that because it's like if it wasn't for for him not giving up on his vision we would not have Star Wars today mm-hmm. you know so so that's the point of this episode don't stop dreaming and so see your vision let go of the past yeah let go and let exactly. go of the past um, okay so now since since we talked about the, my favorite part that you wanted to see you know um, we're gonna go ahead and skip four and five here because it's not worth it um, <laughs> they are wow. worth it though they're excellent movies but we're just gonna skip it for time's sake you for guys. time's sake on this one okay you know what next question okay, okay, I, I got the next up. question so what um, and I'm gonna go last because mine's like really funny and people are gonna hate me for it and that's why Mrs. Juggernaut's <laughs> fighting the eye right now uh, favorite fight scenes. Okay. Uh, and you two better Rocky. not steal mine or I'll stab you, I swear to God. <laughs> Rocky? Okay. Don't, steal, don't steal his shit. Don't don't hate me, you guys. And I know what Logan's uh, favorite fight scene, but we're going to leave that off to him. My favorite fight scene, we already touched this, was uh, the Ray and Ren collaboration fight against us. All right. Yeah, this is the part where I have to disagree with you, but go ahead. I just like it because um, they that the buildup to that fight was phenomenal. Snook, supposedly Snook made that connection between Ray and Ren. I personally didn't like it, but we, we we got to see like a more kind of buff version I of Ren. Liked it because they, he manipulated them. Yeah, it was just they were too weak. Yeah, they were both weak, and then just to see them kind of come along together for Ray to kind of touch Ren, and Ren's like, you know what? Uh, maybe the Sith is not uh, is not cut out for me. I'm just gonna turn and just the the collaboration of the, the cracked lightsaber. Anything that has to do with that cross lightsaber is my shit bro like that is super lit i would pay 300 dollars to get a sfx star wars it just waste my money whatever uh, at least i'll be in the back in the corner you know <laughs> that fight i think was top tier like some dragon ball z stuff like it was it was super lit it, it didn't drag on too long and uh it was a, it was a plot twist in my opinion all right uh i'm gonna disagree on that i think the fight was a little too too messy I just thought they were just taking, like, don't get me wrong, Ray was still, in a way, training. So I can understand her waving her lightsaber like a child. But Ben Kenobi was trained. Ben Skywalker. Ben, no, Ben Solo, actually. Sorry. Ben Solo, sorry. Ben Solo. Actually. Most of his life. Most of his life. Shut up. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he was basically trained to, to how to lightsaber fight and all that stuff. That like and it just looked a little bit too uh, messy. But maybe that is his style, dude. Maybe uh, I, I could agree. I don't agree with you. Maybe it was Finn, his style. Maybe his style is to turn on his lightsaber and go, so oh! Because yeah. <laughs> like in in the Force Awakens, his fight he, he didn't he didn't control his fight all that well. Either. I got you, you know. But but we're gonna get it now. But I'm gonna disagree. That I think it wasn't that great of a fight. Like it was emotional. I like especially the part where. Um, if you guys can hear it, Mrs. Juggernaut's cracking up because I started screaming like I was a bit crazy. So you can uh, hear I did like the part where Kylo Ren and Rey were using the Force, trying to make it go to either one of them and it was just stuck in the middle like they couldn't set and they split it in half yeah that was cool you know like that's the first time actually Kylo Ren used actually the force to try to get that lightsaber to come to him yeah in, in, in Force Awakens it didn't come to him no it was Rey yep um, but I think the best fight was episode one when it was um Qui-Gon Jinn, Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Darth Maul yeah that I think was a really good long 
uh, very acrobatic fight, very martial art looking fight, you know, from jumping from this platform all the way to like a, a 50 foot or a 12 foot freaking, uh, yeah. uh, you know, how uh, they fought and, and damn. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, no. Uh, Logan, what was your favorite fight? Okay, my favorite fight out of all of them, and they already know this one, and they've already said it's pretty fucked up. Um, my favorite fight was when Anakin fought the younglings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was beautiful. Um, not just because it's it, it would make the shock and awe right now, but what's it showed how far he'd fallen. Yeah. Um, like to kill children, defenseless children that were hiding. Um, it was really emotional. You could actually see. I remember going to see it with my father, and seeing women crying in the theaters, men crying in the theaters. To think about someone who was a young child himself, who was saved by a Jedi, who was mm -hmm. you know brought and taught the ways to walk into a temple, kill everybody he got in contact with, walk into a room with all these young Jedi in training. And then just kill every last one of them. And, you know, that I think is the one thing that really showed um, Padma, he that he, you know, um, Padme, that he um, fell to the dark side. It wasn't the fact that he had the red eyes, the red and, and, and yellow eyes. I don't think it was the fact that he turned on the Jedi. It was the, you know, when she said, you killed younglings and you just saw the drop in her. You know, because she was pregnant with his. She didn't kids. believe it. She didn't believe it because it was Ben Kenobi that broke the news to her. Yeah, and she didn't believe it. And her to say, you know, you're breaking my heart. You're killing me right now. And to literally realize that she was going to die from the news of this. And it it was, you know, while I say that, and I know it's heart dropping. It's it was a part of the movie where you realize that he had really fallen. How far? You know, you it gone? wasn't just him. You know, fighting for the sake of fighting or killing Jedi for that. It was. And stuff not, like that. Or you could take it as this, you guys. Um, maybe he found, or maybe hit the prophecy was finally fulfilled. He was killing the whole next generation of Jedi. Yeah, yeah. dude, that's it. So like he he achieved what he was meant to achieve. Exactly what exactly what Qui Gon Jinn says. And what's really so awe inspiring Willy? about? Willy? Yes, willing. Uh, <laughs> really awe inspiring about that moment is that you could see the f you could feel. Um, when he did that, the drop in the force, almost because you felt it in the theaters, um, or wherever you were, because you saw Yoda stop. He's in, he's in the middle. Oh yeah, of the he Wookie. felt everything he's from on, such a far distance. Yeah, he, he you know, you see him kind of like stumble when all the Jedi are getting killed, but you see him almost, you see him fall to his knees and just sit there when he kills the younglings. You see, like, the next moment is Yoda just falling. It's like he's about to have a heart attack. Well, because he, you know, that's the whole next generation of Jedi. Je you know, Yoda is considered one of the, the oldest. oldest. He's like 900 years old when he died. Yeah. But he was, you know, in the 800s when that happened. Yep. But he, they say he is the most Force-sensitive of the light side that has mm -hmm. ever lived. Yeah. And that to feel the, the loss of the young who he trains personally, mm -hmm. he takes the young minds and starts them on the way to the force. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very rare for him to take a pupil, but for him to feel with these that kids connection. That he started training with, you know, Kenobi was a youngling too. And, and, you know, all these other Jedi that he's known since they were, you know, two or three years old when they were taken from their families or even offered up from their families to go to be something so great, an ambassador yeah. of the universe. 
and for him to feel them all die. You know, 800 years, and he's felt and seen horrible things. He's probably one of the only Jedi alive before that point who had ever seen and or fought a Sith before. Because the Sith had been nearly extinct for a thousand years. No known anything about them because they'd been in hiding. And he felt all his pupils die from across the universe. And it'll always be something big. I know what I said was shocking. And people going, well, you know, he said it for the shock value. I said it because it is the single most important moment in the Force. That's true. Because it's the loss of the next generation of Jedi and the generation of that. And you actually see the look on a master's face as he realizes that every student he's ever taught is dead. Yep. Yeah. And, you know... Except Kenobi. Except for Kenobi. You know, Kenobi, well, there's a couple others that survived, and he felt them, but he felt them disappearing one by one. And it was, you know, imagine how heart-wrenching that would be. That's true. Um, Rocky, what was your favorite uh, lightsaber? Oh, you said you already. Yeah, the, my favorite lightsaber fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Red and Ray yeah, fight. Episode 8, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, well, we're we talking about lightsaber fights now? I mean, like, I was talking about just regular, like, yeah. Well, that's in the category of lightsaber okay, fights. Okay, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, next question. Favorite force fight? There was only really one force fight, and that was Palpatine and... And Yoda in the third one. All right, that ends it. <laughs> All right, that ends it. That was like a true force fight. Yeah, and like, like, come yeah. on, tell me that did not give you goosebumps when you saw Palpatine picking up those, yeah, the, craters, those those uh, lifts. Yeah, and he's just tossing it, and and Yoda just catches it with the force, and then he spins it with the force, and then tosses it back at him. I mean, like you saw real power of the force. Yeah. You saw real concentration. What it would be to be a master force user in the Jedi Order and in the Sith Order. Um, Sith are always more destructive while Jedi concentrate on control. While, you know, Palpatine could throw those things real fast and do many of them at once, you saw Yoda start to spin one while he's catching the other one yeah. and tossing them. You know, while the powers of the Sith, and it's, it's shown if you've played any of the games or read any of the books, a lot of the, Jedi, a lot of the Sith's powers are based on, you know, power how much destruction you can cause in one go. Emotion. Yeah, emotion-based powers. Lightning, yeah. force choke, things like that. You know, it's all based on emotion. But when you deal with a Jedi, there's just based on concentration. Being able to jump and flip while well, Sith can do these things. Being able to persuade somebody, you persuasion. know, not to crush them, their their thoughts on themselves like a, Je- like a Sith can. But a Jedi can actually just, you know, persuade you to move on or think of something else or or being able to catch something and hold something, being, you know, their concentration is just amazing. Focus. Uh, yeah. Their focus. You, yeah. Their force focus. That's what, yeah. Feeling, I guess you could say almost like Sith is like feelings and then like, you know, the Jedi or the light side would be more of like focus. I mean, that, I guess that would be like kind of a... a an easy way of putting it out. But you know what? That's what the that's what the Jedi was always about. Focus. It, it's kind of like think of it. Think of it today. Um, today we have people that use their judgment on emotion, and then we have people who use their judgment on logic. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. That's the same thing. What's going on yeah. with the Force today? In the way of the Force, mm-hmm. you know, Jedi use their logic with the Force. Yeah. Of saying that you know what. I already saw the future that this is what's going to happen. Instead of me igniting, like taking the 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 the, um, the fuse and putting that lighter and light it up, I'm going to ignore it. I'm not going to let my emotion get in the way. 
You and know? that's what happens. They, that's they what it fall is. to emotion, and that's what happens. You know, um, with a lot of, and you know, that's why they, you know, a lot of you don't see Jedi's with families and stuff because that is built on emotion. Mm-hmm. Having a child is an emotion thing. Having a wife that's putting yourself in a vulnerable position. I actually we had this argument not too long ago. Me, Rocky, and, and Danny, and everybody kind of had this little bit of an argument about that. You know, you know, having your family. Okay, well, you know, Rocky. Rocky's like, what idea was, well, I would go off and have my own family and everything. Okay, so what would stop someone from grabbing your child and holding them ransom? You know, you could say, well, I'd go fight them. Well, then they kill your child. You know, okay, someone kills your child. How are you going to react? Anger, upset. You're going to cut that person down. You're going to fall. Yep. So okay, if I, had then, for, if I had the force, oh, choke. And that's yeah, and you kill that person. You and then I'm a dark side. Then, well, then then you'd have the opposite side. Okay, well now you're listening to this person, yeah. and you're killing all these people just to get your son. So that's another emotion, and that just builds up anger, resentment. You know, and there you go, you're falling again. So you know, Jedi's don't have families because they're it's vulnerability. That's probably one of the biggest things. Um, oh yeah, I'm gonna make it quick and simple now. Okay. What was your favorite uh, Jedi? Now we're going off top. Now we're going uh, not only movies. We're going to expand this out to games, games, comics, games, comics books, books, everything. Who was your one favorite Jedi? Jedi, only Jedi. Of the no, 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 no. I'm also going to ask Sith, but we're, we're going to go, go Jedi. Jedi first. So Okay, it can't be me. I, can't. I would say, okay, how about, oof. Wow, bro. <laughs> That's a big. Wow. Um, I would say either Mace Windu, mm-hmm. because purple is my favorite color, and he has a <laughs> lightsaber, and he has his own, he has a backstory in itself. If not Mace Windu... You know what it's, uh, when Samuel Jackson asked, he asked George Lucas to have his lightsaber as purple. purple. Yeah, so you, you know what it's, it you know what it is inscribed on his personal lightsaber? B-A-M-F. Badass motherfucker. Of course. That's what it says on his lightsaber. It's inscribed from George Lucas. He gave it to him himself. That, it's that's, amazing. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, dude, if it's not Mace Windu, I'd say Kenobi, man. Kenobi's like, he, he's there. Oh, no. Dude, Qui-Gon Jinn, bro. Oh, so, okay, Qui-Gon so it's Jin? either Mace Windu or Qui-Gon Jinn, because Liam Neeson, a.k.a. Zeus, a.k.a. the guy from Taken, he's the <laughs> best, bro. I don't care if he dies or not. He's he's one of the top tier, and he's, like, closest to being gray that I know of. But he's one... Okay, so the person that showed Yoda how to live through the Force, how to become a Force ghost, mm-hmm. was Qui-Gon Jinn. Really? Yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn was the first one... That's actually my order. next question after we're done with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, so... Okay. Um, my... Probably favorite. Um, a lot of people don't. I don't know if you've played the games. I'm a really big um, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. I like Bastille. Mm-hmm. Um, she's pretty amazing. Um, she was one of the first persons that pioneered the the Force meditation to be able to use, uh, uh, be able to help in battle, like battle meditation. Bastille's the the blue girl with the no, long no. things on her top of that. That that would be a Twi'lek, and that's not her. No, okay. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Twi'lek. No, that's what they're called. They're called. I know, Twi'lek. I know. It's just funny. Fucker, don't laugh at that shit. Twi'lek race, you racist. Yeah, that's right. Um, no, but Bastille was because she was very young in the Force and everything, and I loved her in the in the games. I mean, like I thought she was really good, and I liked how she kind of fell to the dark side, then came back to the light side. Mm-hmm. If you're the game player, you might like her too. Yeah. So. How about you, Danny? Um. My favorite Jedi, and I know this is very like, oh, of course, but I have to. I'm going with Luke Skywalker. What? What? Say again. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you why, because I'll never forget when when I got so into Star Wars and I started to get into the comic books and all that stuff. There was this one comic book or one book 
they were talking about how Luke Skywalker used the Force to lift 30 lightsabers Uh and started battling everybody without him moving his hands or anything. He just used the Force to lift up 30 lightsabers and just started slaughtering his enemies and it was just amazing first like, of all you can't even deny it look at the it. word slaughtering when we're talking about Jedi yeah. he was fighting people not slaughtering people that's a very Sith thing to say yeah he was just slaughtering but people. no it's not only that look, look at look, look at Last Jedi how, tell me that was not mind blowing and again spoiler alert tell me that was not mind blowing to you how he was re- he's gonna fight Kylo Ren and you right away think, oh, this is the end. Kylo Ren's going to kill him. Well, the and then you see him slash him, and nothing fucking happened. And, he, and of course, the part when they shot him with all those uh, uh, camel uh, uh, drones, and then... With his, with his hand, like... What? Adats. They're called Adats, but... Whatever. Um, no, but it was... No, but... It, okay, so after after that all happened, and you find out what really is going on with him, that part didn't become as big. I mean, like, it lost a lot of value to me. Like, when all the Adats are shooting at him all at the same time... And you're like, holy shit. And then, like, he walks out like nothing happened. You're like, oh, that is one badass motherfucker. Thank you! But then you find out that he's not even there, and you're like, what the fuck is yeah. this shit? But, but, but that's what makes it amazing. That's how it makes it no, powerful. No, it doesn't. It lost so much. You know, like, I agree that it was power that brought him there. But it lost so much credentials the second you're like, oh, he's fucking, like... He's not even not there, bro. There. Like, but it he's was like, strong, oh, man. I was like, it'd have been so much cooler if yeah, like, but he just he sat that, there he and he did was, that like, to really, like, stall. Yeah. Yeah, I he did it to stall to save the rebels. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 that's what I that's why I, thought I like. Uh, you know, I know it's cliche and all that stuff, but I think Luke Skywalker is my favorite Jedi. Okay. All right. Uh, favorite Sith. Ooh, I know this is really getting in. I love it. Um, Rocky. Okay, so with the Sith, I feel like they have a, a far longer um, ancestry, I guess you could say. So uh, we all are huge Star Wars nerds. So uh, let's bring back some people from Knights of the Old Republic. I know you. Mm-hmm. So there's, oh, we all uh, played it. There's Darth Nihilus, who's awesome. He has this pretty sweet mask. There's Darth Revan. Uh, but I'd say my number one Sith... Uh, would be a fight between Vader because we see him as like a little kid. He, you know, he turns into a hero and he gets lost. He, you know, he, and there's just so much with Vader and he's a badass. Um, well, also, we all grew up with the Vader. That's what you're basically Maul. saying. Yeah, it's like, like you Vader. Yeah, he's 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 our he's our best friend, man. That just you know started yeah. doing bad drugs and turned turned for the worse. Um, if not Vader, man, it's definitely Maul. See, Maul, Maul. I like. I can agree. See, Maul, with I like too. In a sense too, because. Maul, you know, a lot of people go, oh, he, he, but why? He died after the first episode. No, he, no, didn't. he didn't. He didn't. He's if you alive. read the comics, if you read the books, if you, if you read, if you watch the, the uh, Clone the, Wars, the Clone Wars mm-hmm. he was cut in half. He survived on his hate alone, mm-hmm. fed himself through his hate, survived, got himself a pair of robotic legs, then cloned himself a pair of legs. And kept going. He was there. He saw Skywalker. The last moments of his life, he knew he was there for a reason. Kenobi. If you watched uh, uh, um, Rogue. Okay. Uh, yeah, Rogue or Rebels? Rebels. Yeah, Rebels. That's what it is. Rebels. Mm-hmm. You see him on the planet. He finally finds Kenobi. He's been searching for him for years. You know, 10, 15 years. Or actually longer than that. Probably 30 years looking for Kenobi. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he asks, why are you here? Oh, there's something important here. And then, you know, he's struck down. You see him dying there. You finally see him after so many years of just hate building up. And he looks up, 
and he goes you know he's here isn't he the prophesized one and Kenobi just goes yeah and just lets him die you know kind of right there you know it was amazing I mean like it really showed the strength of his hate his destruction it showed that he was a real Sith mm-hmm. you know he learned to survive on hate alone I mean that was amazing to me see, you see my best friend ever loves Maul Darth Maul uh, me I would have to go with Darth Revan Revan, Revan. Revan. why why two lightsabers. but you know what huh he has two lightsabers has two lightsabers that's why? Um, no, it's not that's why. But I, I, the reason why is with Revan is because Revan was really... First of all, I, we all, you all can't deny it. We love the game Knights of the Old Republic. How cool it was that your character was a Sith Lord that lost his memories, and then you get to choose the destiny of Revan. You either go light or you go dark. Mm-hmm. You know, in the video game. Or you go gray. Uh, whatever. He had, like, two lightsabers. One was purple, the other was red. Yeah. He had this... Badass I thought he mask. had a badass mask. I and thought he was really low. With the, with the, uh, because we love Sith for the clothes they wear. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> no, but he was powerful so in general. Yeah. But if I really, really had to come down to, if I really, really had to come down to, Darth Plagueis. Darth Plagueis. Why? Because he's the first uh, Sith Lord that actually tapped into to immortality. I think, pl- I think Snoke to... is Plagueis, you guys. Just huh? I think Snoke is Plagueis. Or was. He was Plagueis. Then he died very, Actually, very stupid. Look, yep. up, look up a picture of Dark Plagueis. You won't think so. Um, he wasn't humanoid. Um, no, he was alien. He was like full on alien. Yeah. But um, the idea of Plagueis is good. I mean, like, he learned how to control his many oh, chlorines. That means he learned how to control himself on a molecular level. Well, he had like a long face. Amazing. So, yeah, you don't think that anymore, do you? Okay, uh, <laughs> we had him Google up a picture of Dark Plagueis. If you look at him, he's not. I mean, unless they changed him for the movies, he's not. Oh, there's a picture of Jar Jar right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so since we got over Danny's here, mine is... Oh, thanks. Because um, I don't care about you, Danny. Um, sure you do. My favorite is Darth Bane, and I know a lot of people don't know who he is. I completely forgot his name there for a minute. I actually had to look it up. Um, Shows how much you have a love for him. Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, Darth Bane is the one that created the Rule of Two for the Sith, which ultimately came down to um, uh, Vader and uh, Palpatine. Palpatine, yeah. So um, the rule was, and he actually went through and killed off the Sith. It's pretty neat, him and his apprentice. So the Rule of Two was, it was one master to hold the power, to have the power, and an apprentice to crave it. And it would continue making the Sith stronger because... Every master would have an apprentice that would grow stronger, strong enough to kill their master, then get their next apprentice. So it would keep the Sith strong because the Sith had become um, very powerful lenient, and kill uh, each other off. But very lenient, and they were too busy intermingling fighting to fight, you know, their real enemy, which was the Jedi. Yeah. Um, at that point, you know, so him and his apprentice went off and started killing Sith. Basically, he destroyed the entire Sith Empire almost single-handedly. You know, him and his apprentice. Then his apprentice killed him. But they said his set lightsaber skills were so powerful he could walk out into a rainstorm and never get touched. Because his set, his saber skills were so amazing. that you know, And he was a single blade user. Yeah. And so he could hit the raindrops so he would never get wet in a rainstorm. Yeah. He said he was probably the greatest uh, Sith uh, wielder of a saber ever. But his apprentice was pretty good, too. He's a double wielder too, um, double sided. But um, I thought he was just amazing. I mean, he created what the Sith are today, so or what they are. In- and what's really funny, I think Palpatine was. I mean, uh, Lord Sidious was um, 
gonna end that two rule thing because look what he wanted to do in, in Return of the Jedi he wanted to bring Skywalker but he was gonna he was gonna have Skywalker kill his father then take him exactly. but it was gonna be the rule of two still still the rule of two but I would have to say uh, Lord Sidious was gonna be the first one that his reign would live longer than every any other Sith Lord well, he already had one of the longest reigns. I know. But it, he followed the rule of two also because if you watched um, Clone Wars, he actually went and looked for uh, um, Darth Maul to kill him because he said, I already have another apprentice. You're too weak. I'm just going to kill you. Mm-hmm. He ended up killing his brother. But yeah, it was, it was pretty interesting. I really enjoyed that myself. So uh, Everyone says that they're going to bring Darth Maul back to uh, into nine. Uh-huh. So, oh, that'd be it'd be cool, but I, he was killed in in, in uh, rebels. So yeah, but so anyways, um, how do you call it? Um, next question, and I think we're gonna do this last because we're gonna have, time is running out, and we're going to uh, ask one final question. Uh, video games. Oof. Well, you know, two questions: video game and books. Okay. Uh, you know, what would be a better question is how about video games and what we want to see. In the, in the future, movies, in the movies coming out in the future, and the games coming out. Well, in the movies for the future, I would love to see Darth Maul. Maybe a backstory for him, yeah, like not, a spinoff. Nah, uh, yeah, a backstory like what was his like what Origin. did he do the origins? What he done the whole entire time? That would be interesting. Like it doesn't have to be in the movie. I don't know if you've seen it, but they did a fan based or like a like yeah, I know. Origin, but it was like a fan based start yeah. for him, and it was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a pretty good job. They were like in a forest fight. Like it was four Jedi versus him, and he was fighting him. It was pretty neat. So um, okay, so game. My favorite game, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. I mean, the first one was amazing, and the second one wasn't bad either. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, I still play it now. They just did it backwards. Yeah, I know. Xbox, I'm so happy. I bought that for ten bucks, and I'm, I'm playing it still. Nice. Um, I love that. I think you know the story of Revan is pretty amazing. And, you know, what happened to him at the end, they never really figured out what happened to him. He kind of just got in his ship and went off to the outer reaches of space and was never seen from again. So they don't know if he's dead, alive, even though it's been a thousand years. I mean, Jedi, I mean, Seth figured out how to live forever already. Why not? Yeah. So I love, I just love the gameplay for it. I played for a long time. Um, what's his name? HK429, I think it is. He's the robot who's mm-hmm. always trying to kill people. He's like an assassin robot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. He was like one of my favorites. Query. <laughs> I used to love it. I used to say exactly what it was and then and, and say it out. I thought that was pretty Okay, uh, book. Book for me? Um, there's a lot of books. There's Jedi Path. There's the Sith... Uh, I can't remember the name of one of them, but there was one about a Star Destroyer they find, uh, the Rebels find out in space that's, like, empty. They can't figure out why they would abandon this huge Star Destroyer that's almost brand new. Well, they find out, like, there's this creature on it and, like, it's taking over. So it's pretty neat. Like it's a huge that is creature, that they, but it uses the force. So this creature, the creature, yeah, the creature does, but it doesn't use it like in that way. It's like a passive aggressive, so you won't even realize it was there until it's already hooked into you. And so it's pretty neat. It was like a really that's interesting. Yes, I gotta look. Up, I gotta it was like a horror. Up. It was like a horror book for for Star Wars. It was pretty. Neat. That's what cool. I can't remember the name of it. Oh my god! I'll check it out. I gotta check that out too. I remember, but it was pretty neat. Um, my favorite book would have to be. Um, Darth Plagueis again. The book was really, it was good. It was interesting, like backstory of Darth Plagueis. What led Darth Plagueis to being uh, uh, that drove him to become a, a Sith and wielding 
beyond powerful and how he started teaching uh, uh, Sidious. Mm-hmm. You know, and how Sidious was to learn and how Sidious killed him. Okay. You know, like how they said in episode six that, well, how did uh, how did he die since he was in since he wielded the power of immortality? Well, he kill he was killed by his own apprentice. You know, so it was interesting. You know, I loved it. Uh, I bought an audio. Nice. <laughs> it was free. She did. It was free. Can't turn down free, guys. And what was your favorite game? My favorite game? It would have to be between um, Knights of the Old Republic or uh, Force Unleashed. I was going to say the exact same thing. Yeah, but if I really had to choose one, Knights of the Old Republic. I really loved it. It really gave me a feel of like Batman Arkham Knight, Arkham Origins, and all that. Okay. Like where you're actually. You're a first player. Or not second, I guess not third, only player, for, third no, player. No, not first player. It's role playing. Yeah, it's it's an RPG, yeah. RPG where you're actually really flying in space, going from planet to planet, do missions. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not only playing as the character of a Jedi, but you're also playing the characters of the other characters, the robot, the uh, Chuba, the uh, Wookiee. Um, who else is in there? Um, it, it was a good game. It was a great game. You know, and I and I did the same thing with Logan says I went and bought ten dollars worth of the game backward compatibility. You know, and what about you, Rocky? Um, well, when it comes to the books, the only book that I did read was that was pretty awesome was the hard paper, uh, the hardback of uh, Revenge of the Sith. I thought that was pretty cool. I promised myself I will be getting uh, Bloodline, which is a story of kind of how Ben Solo turns into Kylo Ren. Um, so we'll see. I, I mean, I found it on Amazon Prime for eight bucks, so that's going to be soon. Uh, and, but when it comes to games, I have to completely agree with you, dude. It's either Knights of the Old Republic because uh, you got to customize your character, dude. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like the role playing because I mean, I played Pokemon my whole life, so it's kind of like first attack, and it is Gotta a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> you get to like you know move around the character and then choose your. But it's not like real time fighting, whereas. Force Unleashed, you got to choose which, I mean, in both aspects, you get to choose what Force ability you got to use, but with the Force Awaken, you get, I mean, the Night Force, the Force Unleashed, okay. uh, you get to play a Starkiller, uh, and Starkiller, you get to choose, like, if you want more lightning, Force Push, it was more of, like, yeah. more action. It was like Assassin's Creed, Arkham Asylum, but, like, real-time fighting. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. why I thought, like, the Force Unleashed, the, even though the second one supposedly sucked more than the first one, I mean, I thought they were both pretty good. I, I don't know. It's, for me to not like something, it's, it's pretty hard. All right, so before we go, what do you want in the future of gaming, movies, TV shows, books, anything? What do you want out of that for the future? Well, for the next uh, trilogy that they're going to do, I'm hoping they go back, maybe, uh, to like an earlier, maybe the early stages of the Jedi Order. Maybe when it first Jedi Academy? Like, even farther than that. I mean, like, I'm talking... Thousands of years back, millions. When, like, the Jedi's first broke off, when the Sith first broke off. They weren't called Sith when they first started. They were called Dark Jedi. That's what they called them. So I'm hoping they go that way. I'm hoping mm. they go from when the first Jedi start to peel off onto the dark side. And then they're called Sith. Um, they went to a planet right after that, which is really interesting, called Korriban. You play it. You, it's in, oh. it's in, um, Wasn't Knights that the, the Sith homeworld? That was the Sith yeah. homeworld in Knights of the Old Republic. So they go to Korriban, and basically they they get worshipped by the natives of Korriban as gods. Um, and they use their powers, and basically they, they basically turn the whole world into basically a um, 
uh, a, a, a Sith, Sith world, world but yeah. the name of the race on the planet were Sith and that's what they call themselves they call themselves Sith Lords and so it's pretty cool that's interesting okay um, so that's what you want to see I in really movies. want to see that for movies game wise I want them to bring Knights of the Old Republic or something similar um, even if it's new based uh, to you know back to the consoles I really want to see that yeah um just like how they're doing Old Republic. Um, um, they don't call it the Knights of the Old Republic. They just call it Star Wars, the Old Republic. Old Republic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rocky? Uh, what I want to see in the future... Um, man, I, I would like to see... I can't, I can't wait to see what happens with the Knights of Ren and just, like, the finishing up of Kylo Ren and, and Rey because Kylo Ren's my favorite character, man. He There's so much good in him, but he's just so like torn between everything. He's just so hung up. He wants to be upset, but... He just can't get over. He just wants to be mad. He's like Batman. He just wants to be upset. He can't let go, even though he's telling everyone to let go. Um, and just to touch back with the the gaming, have you guys ever played the Obi Wan game on Xbox? Long time ago. Yes, that was old. Yeah, that like old. super old. That was three sixty. Like no, just Xbox. Just regular. It was first. Xbox. Uh, I think Obi-1. it was first Xbox. It was just named Obi Wan. Yeah. That was He's like, right. I thought that was a pretty cool, like, the beginning of the Star Wars games for our generation. That was a, no, that that was was a like, super old game, like, what, maybe 2000? So you want to see something like that back? Yeah, just, in just, our time more, now? just more like, uh, like third player forced, you know, slashing cut games. I, I like, I like those kind of games. I would love to see something on the VR for stuff like that. I know yeah. they already have kind of the basis of that. Where they have like the the lightsaber base, but it's kind of like you're standing still and deflecting and shooting back and stuff like that. But I'd really like to see like a VR where you can actually like run and fucking like interactive. Actually, you know what they have like, that. For, no, Force uh, was it like um, Knights of the Old Republic for VR? That'd be freaking awesome, being able to play and <laughs> that'd be cool, especially with two lightsabers. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, they have that with VR already. They sell it on uh, Lenovo. Mm-hmm. They sell the actual and the cool thing about the Lenovo one, you do not need a computer or anything. They just sell they just sell you already the game inside the VR. Yep. The inside the VR uh, glasses. <laughs> they basically give you the VR glasses that's already preloaded of the game and you get a lightsaber that's your uh, console controller and you either fight lightsaber or you can use a lightsaber to command uh, uh, a war with each other. Mm. It's really cool, you know? But uh, what I would love to see in the future in movies is that they, like I said, Darth Maul. Mm -hmm. I really would love to see it. Um, They're already doing Han Solo, which I'm excited about. Yep. Yeah. Um, What I really, really would love to see more is a backstory of Obi-Wan Kenobi. What has he been doing ever since he had to go to uh, when... um, When he was on Tatooine. Before he went to Tatooine, they said, remember, uh, uh, Yoda said to him in episode uh, three, before you go to to, to Tatooine to protect the boy, you must go and be trained by your old uh, master, Qui-Gon, to master, to become the Force. Basically, you want a movie where you... Okay, so how do I do that? No, but there were other things in between that... Three and a half hours of him going, "Uh uh-huh. No, but there were other things that he was doing, and there were comic books they were talking about all the time. Uh Uh-huh. Thank you, Logan. What else? All right, so gotta kind of push harder. Okay. Okay, and you want to know my, what I th- what I think they should come out with gaming for future of Star Wars? I think they need to do a mixture from Rocksteady of the Batman games. 
That would be cool. And Star Wars, where you can actually fly your ship, go to planet to planet, use light speed and everything, do complete your mission, do everything exactly like... What I want to see them do is do more of a Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 feel for the Star Wars universe. Yes. That's a lot. That's a lot to ask for, man. A lot. I think they can pull off. You a put, lot of missions. Yeah, but if you put Rocksteady into awesome, it, though. I think yeah. it would tell be Tell me you wouldn't tell me you wouldn't buy it. No, I, I definitely would. Oh, what? You're telling me that they're doing one That would be like but that'd be like three to eight volumes. Like it'd be huge. They would have to have consistent updates maybe every like month or two. A whole bunch of game Mass add-ons. Mass Effect 2 was, was one DVD. It was yeah. two DVDs. I'm sorry. It was two DVDs. I, know, I think just like a lot. That's a lot it. to capture for a Star Wars. Yeah. I don't care, that's man. So I think cool. it would be sell a... It. I mean, they, yeah. they wouldn't have a problem selling it. If they said, look, it's like Mass Effect 2, but with Star Wars, people would be fucking... And it's Disney, you guys. Beating each other over the head. Disney, get on it. Disney, yeah. Um, no, no, no. They don't need to do like Mass Effect. They need to do it exactly like Batman Arkham Asylum. Have you played Mass Effect? Yes, I have. Shut your fuck hole. Uh, don't get me wrong. Hard. I love Mass Effect. <laughs> you, you listen, dipshit, all right? I love Mass Effect. I think Mass Effect was a good game. But if I really, like, like exactly like how Rocky says, you love the feel of when you play Force Unleashed. You're getting down in there, pressing the buttons, using your Force abilities, your hidden Force. You're, you're, you're pressing the buttons to actually wield the sword and actually swing that sucker. Real-time fighting. You know? Yeah. Real-time fighting. Not like in Knights of the Old Republic where you're just saying, attack, attack, attack. Use for lift, Mass shoot. Mass Effect is real-time fighting too, if I'm not mistaken, right? So it would be like... Yeah, it'd just you be huge, man. You actually have to push down to actually I feel like it'd be a lot, man. It'd be a lot. We're asking for a lot, but I mean... I don't care if that. I think really, they'll do like it. Mass Effect 3, you had the capability of having a sword. You had the capability of having what, a blaster or weaponry. Sure. You know, so it wouldn't be that much. I mean, like, it's just basically replacing Shepard with a Jedi. Yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah. They could fuck. They could have almost the same aliens. And then be like, what, so, what, what missions would be they play as, or is it the character? Like, what? I don't care the if they, if they told me right now that they were gonna do like a freaking Kickstarter for that. I put fifty over. bucks in that shit. Hell yeah! I put fifty bucks it's in like that. the beta. Yeah, for for a fucking you know. Oh, you're, we're gonna do a Kickstarter. It's gonna be just like Mass Effect with both Star Wars. Okay, where do I let's bring money? it. Where do I sign up? Yeah, where do I shut up money? and take my money? Yeah, take my money. Here you go. Shut up and take my money. Okay, no problem. I would do it, no problem, because I know for a fact that it'd be a game worth playing. It'd be worth my hours and hours and hours. How many hours did you put in the Mass Effect 2 and 3? For real. Like 40, 80 hours. Oh my god. A basic game? No, but think about it. The game, can, the, the game can always continue. Yeah. Like uh, the game you have, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn? Yeah, you can You said you could play hours, play 400 hours of, of gameplay. Star Wars could be the same exact thing yeah. if they did it like that. If oh my it, god! If they did it like Fallout, that'd be even better. Or Skyrim, that'd be like fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, if they can do something like that with with fucking Skyrim, just imagine what they could do with something like Star Wars. See? Let have that. Yeah. Oh my god! Like Zelda, you have Zelda. the Force, you could be the Bethelda. most powerful Jedi well, or Sith Lord. I heard Bethesda's supposed to have like a secret game that's coming out. I was like, oh man, if that's a Star Wars. Game. <laughs> um, but <laughs> well, listen, we're almost out of time. We're out of time, guys. But. May the force be with you. Always have hope in you. And true believers out there, stay, stay one. On the next episode of Nexus Comics. On your mark, get set. Ready Player One. Stay tuned as we discuss Ready Player One and the most anticipated, highest grossing movie of all time, Protector of Wakanda, Black Panther. Wakanda forever. Stay tuned. Stay one.
Hey, Nexus fans, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at facebook.com forward slash NEX Comics, twitter.com forward slash Nexus Comics, and Nexus Comic One. Stay tuned, stay one.